What's up, everybody? I'm not going to start off with our regular intro because I want to play the song first. Like, first, first. First. <laughs> Fuck you, Apple Pay. <laughs> I won't pay for shit. Man, for real, I love being from this dirty south, man. It made me the G I am today. It made me the hustle I am today. The grinder, the baller, the gangster I am today, man. A lot of people got opinions and issues and problems with what they see coming from the side and who's doing what in the side, man. But I'm going to tell you like this. Fuck you, dog. This the side, nigga. We going to be here. We been here and ain't going no motherfucking where. Take it how you like it. Hate it or love it, ho. It's that candy paint. Hate it, bows. Belt and buckles. Chrome and grill. Leather seat. Stitch it to Man, I love that song. I was in my YouTube bag the other day, and I finally came across that song again. I remember hearing that shit back in like 2008 or 2009, whenever it came out. It was a fucking amazing song. And I was living in the South at the time, so. (laughs) Bitch. Well, welcome. Dirty South. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the Raps and Raps podcast. This is episode 14. Fif- 14. You said 14. I know. I almost said 15 right now. Fuck, I'm getting ahead of myself. This is episode 14, and I am your host with the most, MC. <laughs> and in front of me, I have Jesse and Amanda. Woo! 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 I was going to play some, but I don't have anything it's, to do. You didn't even see that. That was beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I liked the ghost noise. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spooky season, everybody. So last episode, if y'all remember, I played the exclusive the five hotel five star hotel interlude from the, the deputy on Kenyon. And let me tell you, bro, this shit <clears throat> this EP is actually fire. For only seven songs, I'm not a huge fan of the seven song thing. I don't think it's oh no, he got eight songs on this one. Um, because I hate getting like halfway through something I really love and then it ends. But this was really dope. I really liked how he put it together and how it was uh the difference in it because he had like the girl songs, he had like the the five star hotel interlude and he had the part of me with Aridon and we featured Aridon I think on an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he had the the dope the hood songs and he had like some some for ladies as well. So it was really dope how he put it together. Joints for the ladies, joints for the streets, joints for the ladies in the streets. Joints for the ladies in the streets. You're wild. <laughs> um, dun, 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 so I wanted to play. <laughs> I wanted to play a song off the EP real quick. It's called Pardon, and it's actually featuring Aridon. Right. I ain't trying to be really long on the head shit. Plotting every day, I be being low. Being low. Running plays with the team. With the team. You been getting to it, well, we ain't know. We ain't know. Dog, it's a difference what you mean. This ain't that, she might stash, she might back. Pardon This ain't that, she might stash, she might back. What you doing? That shit not that hard to me. This ain't that. Shut my stats. Shut my back. Pardon me. Yeah. yeah. It's 
what it feel like. Highly respect that you this online. Boy, I'm the real type. Told my homegirl, stop this. Lame niggas you don't chop with. They act out when it's summary. They on that side. That's an opposite. Watch this. They don't really rock with me. My shit. Black on black. Gotham. Gothic. Talking ball and Bob Costas. Few shooters on the roster. Someone tell me who gon' stop us. Don't compare them. They are not us. It's a problem? Nightcrawler. We with the smoke when we pop up. Free my big bro, he don't lock up. This the energy to wake the block up. All I heard is niggas do down. Made an example like a mock up. Tuck running shit out in Dallas. I know they scared of that era done. It's the same out in Fort Worth. Can't do nothing with me, I'm Furcon. Plotting every day, I be being low. Running plays with the team. You been getting to it, well, we know. It's a difference, what you mean? This ain't that, shut my stats, shut my back, pardon me. This ain't that, shut my stats, shut my back, pardon me. I've been seeing what you doing, that shit not that hard to me. This ain't that, shut my stats, shut my back, pardon me. Yeah. Me, me, me the G, get lost in the breeze. D of dub, I in me, it's on me, it's skin deep. Kill yourself, still killing for the bill, for sale. Rubber band, man, trap music coming out. Talking money, rolls, cars, and wealth. Well, I shine for a down, trying to see a high dip. Kyrie, right step, wide body to the left, wide body with a slim chick, ass like a spell already. Gotta get the fed at first. with the cheese, trying to buy it if it's standing back to back. You seen a G, better not say I hand in hand it before we meet you at your mama crib with pistols. Why the man in? Pardon me. Plotting every day, I be being low. being low. Running plays with the team. With the you been getting to it, well, we know. We know. Dog, it's a difference what you mean. This ain't that, shut my stats, shut my back. Pardon me. This ain't that. This shit hard. Man. I love this song. Yeah. I been seeing what you doing, that shit not that hard to me. This ain't that, shut my stats, shut my back. Pardon me. That was a pardon off the new EP. So what do you guys think about it? Give me your thoughts real quick. That was so dope. And I really love him featuring Aerodon, especially since we had, you know, featured songs by him on an earlier episode. Because like you said, you know, it is every sound on this EP. You know what I mean? You have those really hard joints that go, you know, super fucking hard. The beats are really great. It's produced and mixed really well blended. But then you got those smoother hits. Those nice, like you say, for the ladies almost sort of thing. But it, <laughs> it is a really nice blend. And only being an eight song EP, that's hard to accomplish he in did that it. time. You know what I mean? He did that shit in 18 minutes, man. Hit all the feels. Even a little skit at the beginning when his mom calls in. I'll let y'all hear that one, too. But, yeah, here's a little skit where his mom calls in about his birthday. So it literally hits all the fields all the way down. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and introduce him, bro. Uh, We got the deputy on the line right now, man. Yo, what's going on? How you doing, bro? Man, I'm good, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Nah, man, the, pl- the pleasure is all, all ours. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, definitely. Definitely <laughs> all <laughs> ours. For sure, yeah. for sure. I ain't, I ain't with this old etiquette and the right words and shit. It's dope <laughs> to have you here, bro. <laughs> man, nah, it's dope to be here, man. <laughs> I, I, I had to. Your sound buttons. I had to. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, yeah, man, the EP is hard, bro. That has, well, man. It, we'll introduce ourselves real quick before we actually get into it, man. So, it's MC. Jesse. Sure. I'm Amanda. Jessie. Amanda. Okay, nice to meet y'all. Nice well, to meet you. Well, through the phone, so. <laughs> 
It works. Right. It's it's as close as we're getting until right. maybe later, you feel. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I think there's a little uh I think he's hearing us a little later then. Besides. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure, bro. So um so the EP's fire, bro. It's fire. And like we said, uh, what we were talking about earlier is how it kind of hits all the feels all the way down. Because, like, how right. you had your moms call in. You had the little skit, which I thought was dope. And then you right. had some tracks for the ladies. You had some tracks for us. And it was just, it was so perfectly made all the way down, bro. For only eight tracks, that, that's amazing, bro. Man, I appreciate that, bro. I tried to um, I tried to just create kind of a, a story throughout the whole EP to where it was kind of like, this was my whole trip uh, while I was out in Beijing, you know what I mean? So it started with my mom and the uh, calling or whatever, telling me about my birthday, and then it goes into June 30th, which is my birthday. Then, you know, um, the last line on June 30th, I'm speaking about um, uh, fell asleep on the plane and my phone ring, and then, you know, far away comes in where I just landed in China. You know what I mean? So I tried to walk you through the whole experience of me being even out there. And um, I think I think we executed it pretty good, man. Internet with Rooftop just give you that whole feel of uh, just summing it all up. You know, just it was an amazing feeling being out there. Okay, for sure. Yeah, bro, I saw some of the pics out there when you was out in Beijing's in China, yeah? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I ain't been around the world yet like you, bro. <laughs> nah, fam. No. Nah, man. I just, I think that's so cool, especially because, like you said, you really tried to tell a story with this. And I think that's an art that's really lost right, right now in the culture because, you know, so many people are so focused on, you know, does my beat go hard enough? Are these bars flowing well enough together? But you don't really hear a lot of good storytelling anymore where you're really hearing something from beginning to end rather than just a bunch of, a bunch of puns and punchlines. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's, it is a lost art for sure. Um, it's definitely a lost art. I can't even really think of one that's in recent memory. I remember like the most, like one of the bigger ones in recent memory is probably good kid, man city with, you know, that whole storyline of, uh, you know, walking you through that, um, which was executed perfectly. Um, but you know, you don't, people don't really do it because it's like, it's not a lot of people that's like you guys that even care about that. You know what I mean? A lot of people just care about, um, just the catchiness of the record, just if the beat has enough bass, um, and, and can they play it in the club in certain places like that. So, you know, you try to incorporate a few of those things, uh, into this new era of music at the same time. So try to please both eras. Bro, pardon me is going to get the club hype. I'm just, I'm just about to say, bro, that shit could be played yeah. literally anywhere, I think. Man, I and, hope uh, so. What's the other joint? I think it's uh, For What or Give You That? Uh, give You That. Give You That, yeah. Yeah, no, that that one's dope too, bro. Man, that one's I appreciate real. it, I was bro. bringing that one for a little while too. Yeah, yeah, it's been getting a lot of good feedback. We're trying to, we're trying to get some things facilitated, but yeah, that's that record is fire. Oh, man, hold on. Yeah, now, now that you mention it, man, congratulations to you, bro. For the, I do? Uh, for the 100,000 streams altogether, man. Okay. Congratulations, bro. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Thank you so I, much. All humble. He said, what I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know where he was going. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Congratulations, though, bro. That had to be a big milestone that you set the goal for because I, I saw the tweet how you said uh, 13 months ago we revamped everything and we wanted right. we hit these goals. So for you to hit it, man, that had to be special for you. Man, man, it, it's, it definitely is. It's like... um. You know, like when you create, it's one of them weird things where it's just like anything that you accomplish, you kind of put it to the back of your mind and you just want to keep going because uh, you don't want to get complacent or the accomplishment that you got. It wasn't, you know, 
massive enough to the point where it just shifted your life in general. But I mean, like I said, 13 months ago, we were just trying to figure it out and trying to figure out, you know, if we change the direction of how we do things, will people even respond to it? And for it to be, you know, over a hundred thousand streams, uh, man, it, it is dope. It's definitely dope. And I'm thankful for it. I just want to, you know, I just want to keep pushing forward and, you know, Hopefully we can hit that million, you know, something like that. So, man, I appreciate it, though. Not a million coming, bro. The million is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully something I wanted to bring up that I thought was really interesting, especially with your I don't want to say up and coming right now because you, you've been doing this for a long time. You know what I mean? For you've sure. been about this. But with more the uprising that you're having since the revamping, the 100,000 streams and whatnot, something we've been talking about lately is the fact that we're starting to think that Texas is the new hotspot on the map. You know, Man. West Coast had its time. East Coast had its time. We, You know, Atlanta had its time. But we're really feeling like Texas is the hotspot right now. And I just wanted to get your opinion on what you feel like that's going to mean and what the sound is going to be like coming out. Uh, man, it, it, I definitely speak about that with, uh, with a few of my friends a lot. Uh, it's, it's very reminding me of, uh, I don't know if y'all familiar with like the 2004, 2005, uh, type scene or the, uh, you know, when Texas was, was really, really dominant. Like you had like, yeah. um, <laughs> Mike Jones and, uh, the, the Slim Thugs, Paul Walls, Chameleoners, uh, Pimp C had just got out of jail so UGK was back running like it was real it was a real <laughs> dominant time he's losing his mind over here <laughs> bro, I remember all that like all that all yeah, that yeah, bro was, yeah I just played up uh, before we called you bro I just played everything by Bun B I believe it was right after Pimp C oh, had passed yeah yeah and that, that was my shit I think but I think that was like 2008 2007 yeah yeah going around there yeah yeah but I mean it was it was a very dominant time in Texas and um and, you know, to me, in my head, that run didn't go as long as I would have liked it. You know what I mean? Like, you got in Atlanta, they've been running things for a very long time. Even with y'all, like, y'all still are very, very dominant, like, in the game. So, I feel like everything goes in cycles. And I think Texas is about to have that cycle again because, you know, you got you got Travis Scott, you got Megan Thee Stallion, you got um, Max O'Cream. These are people that people really, really rock with. Um, and, you know, hopefully we can be a part of that fold and uh, – end up bringing this back to where it need to be. Yeah, for sure. I see it coming back, man, especially with you coming up. And I know you're staying in Atlanta at the moment, but you're still repping for Fort right. Worth, still work, working for with sure. artists from right there. For sure, for sure. I got to, man. My, especially for my city, like, we don't really, really had that. We never really had that representation on the rap side. Um, so we never really had a voice like that in the game. You know what I mean? Dallas, they got, uh, they got people now, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Houston has had, they got people now, you know what I mean? Fort Worth never really had that. So, uh, you know, we, we definitely want that for the city. Okay. Yeah. That's so, dope. bro. How do you, now that we're on the topic of Texas real quick, how do you feel right. about South Park Mexican? Oh, about concerning what? <laughs> uh, not, not his legal options at okay. the moment <laughs> i don't want to get into all that but just how he put on for texas and i guess he was saying a different manner because he had a different style at the time of like yeah. whenever uh chameleon Air and them were still younger doing it before the whole right. uh, dope house scene was actually a big thing before right, all that right. started popping you had you had south park mexicans and artists like him how do you do you right. feel like he helped further like chameleon Air and all them uh, I mean, I think for the for the Latino side, the Hispanic side, definitely, because I grew up on I, I'm from the north side of Fort Worth and it's predominantly Hispanic. So 
I grew up with a lot of a lot of Mexicans. I went to school with a lot of Mexicans. They were my friends, you know what I mean? So that's all that they loved, you know what I mean? Even though I was on, I you know, I was a UGK kid. I was, you know, Scarface. You know, I, that, that was my type of music that I was listening to in Texas. Um, but SPM opened up a whole different lane, you know what I mean, in Texas. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, at that time, I want to say he was the only one doing it. You had, like, that Chingo Bling. Uh, I don't even think it was too many other Hispanic artists that was from Texas. So, I mean, what he did for, for, the, for the culture in that regard, yeah, was crazy. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I just wanted to ask you about his music. I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I want to stay away from that else, real quick. <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. Besides that, before we get off the EP talk real quick, bro, mm. the five-star interlude. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. There was no interlude to I felt like there it wasn't was an a interlude, song. but it didn't, it didn't go. Yeah, to, like, because you dropped five-star <laughs> interlude, and now I get it more that you were in Beijing at the time. So right at the hotel exactly exactly and that, that goes back to what i was saying earlier like you know like far away you know I'm, I'm letting you know i just landed you know what i mean and then once you leave the airport of course you go check in so i wanted to have it it was important for me to have that there because i just felt like you know the story line throughout the project just needed it and um yeah five-star hotel is is, is a crazy record to me i know a lot of people mad because it's so short but oh yeah <laughs> yeah I wanted to be in and out with that one. Okay, for sure. So is there going to be like a, we're going to have like a five-star, like, like single dropping soon? A little something, <laughs> something tell us what was happening at that hotel? A little nana? Some, 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 some. Oh, oh, to be honest, I, I don't really know because I've been getting a lot of that because people are, you know, upset about it. But uh, it's funny because, you know, like artists, um, when I listen to certain projects, you know, like... Um, what was what album was that when Jay had the Hove had the Beaches Better? That was Magna Carter. And yeah. uh, I remember when that when that record was on there and it ended in like a minute and two seconds, I was hot because I was like, damn, this shit sounded <laughs> like it was gonna get crazy. But it made me keep playing it, you know what I mean? And I I do understand that tactic in music to where if the song is shorter, you know, nine times out of ten, they're just gonna keep repeating it. So it, I wanted to kind of do my version of that and um and include it into the story at the same time. So I thought we executed it pretty good, man. No, nah, you did, bro. Because I was like, whenever I, whenever I finally got the EP, I was waiting right. to hear the next song after Five Star Interlude. Exactly. And I was like, bro. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. All right, for sure. So that, that's a dope tactic, honestly, bro. Because, yeah, yeah, I've been playing know, it over and over again. You got to be creative in the streaming era, man. It's a lot of, you know, it's not enough money, a lot of loopholes. Yeah, for sure. Um, So... I asked you earlier, bro, and I ask everybody that comes on here. Okay. I think you're the only person that I actually gave the time to think about it. So give me your top five greatest of all time and the top five you're listening to right now. Okay, so that's two separate lists. Okay. Um, yep. Top five of all time, I'd probably have to go... Um, I'd probably have to go Jay-Z one. Woo! Um... Hmm. It will probably be it's, uh, so. I don't know the order after Jay, but Jay is one. Then it would go uh, Eminem, Andre 3000, Tupac, and <sighs> that fifth one gets so crazy. The who? 
No, it just the gets fifth, crazy. the it's fifth, the, the fifth spot. Yeah, the fifth, the fifth one is very, very hard to because I don't want to. You want to step on any toes? You got a lot of good names yeah, that can go there. Like, Bro, you gotta ah, say Scarface. I do got to, but then at the same time, on the same note, it's like you have Wayne. Like Lil Wayne was a Damn. huge. <laughs> I like know. I can't just I can't disregard that. Nah, I feel. I mean, nah, that's I like my it. whole my, my whole. Mind. I get it. That's your whole that's childhood, like my whole right high there. school years. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like I would have to put Wayne probably in that. So it would be Jay, Eminem, Andre, Two Thousand, Tupac, and Wayne. For sure, for sure, okay. top five. And then the top five that I'm listening to currently, I'm weird. Uh, top five that I'm listening nah, to you now. Be weird. Let's hear the weird shit. Yeah, it's like shit that I don't I don't do. So I listen to like a lot of Lil Baby, a lot of Gunna. Uh, PNB Rock. Mm, what else do I listen to besides myself? Because I listen to myself a lot. Um, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> I do listen to myself a lot. Uh, I listen to a lot of. I mean, I be listening to a lot of old stuff to tell you the truth. One of my favorite rappers ever is Dom Kennedy. So I listen to a lot of Dom. I listen to a lot of. I listen to a lot of Weekend because that's like one of my favorite artists. Um. And new Kevin Gates album is dope. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. probably all I've been listening to, though, for sure. That's probably, like, all I've been listening to this last couple weeks. For sure. That's okay. a nice cycle through yeah, of nice. artists, too. Yeah, nice little yeah. variety there. Yeah, I try, I try to switch it up, you know, mix it in. So you mentioned Scarface a little bit earlier. You're growing, growing up mm-hmm. listening to him. And um, I wanted yeah. to ask you, bro, why don't, why don't you think Scarface gets the respect he deserves? And I'm and I'm Man. saying that in the regards to all the top fifty lists that are going around, and I see Scarface right. at like thirty and forty. When I yeah. definitely He's believe Scarface should be in the top Higher. twenty, For at sure. least. I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. I mean, I, I really don't have a, a real good explanation. I think um, I think the people, because I mean, you would kind of say, okay, people put Andre three thousand very high on these lists. Um. But what's the difference between an Andre 3000 and a Scarface? It would probably be the fact that Andre just had much more commercial success. You know what I mean? Like, um, okay. you know, in Outkast and then Solo. Well, not even really Solo, but I mean, you know, like the Love Below and, you know, the featured verses and stuff. He had a lot of commercial success. Scarface still was primarily uh, an underground type artist. You know what I mean? Just the type of music that he provided, even though everybody knew him. You know what I mean? You got people like Jay-Z saying that was one of his favorite rappers. So, um, Face, man, he definitely don't get the credit he deserves. His storytelling was super top-notch. Uh, he got one of my favorite songs ever. Like, if if I had a list of, like, favorite songs ever, Smile with Tupac and Johnny P is, like, one of my favorite songs ever. Hell yeah. So, um, I, I can't really even give a, a real answer to why. I mean, I hold them high. I hold them high. But, I mean... It's a lot of rappers to choose from, man, in the top 50 list. You're talking about 30, 40 years of, of artists. So it's, it is a lot. It's a lot to try to filter through. No, nah, for you, I just, wanted to get your, I just wanted to get your opinion since you are from, uh, since you are from Texas. Because I for felt sure, like it was, sure. it was a little disrespectful to see him in the, th- in the 30 ranks and yeah. the 15 ranks. Like, even if, you, yeah. don't, even if you, you ain't from the South, you should still know who was here before the people are, that are here yeah. now. Yeah, I feel for like sure. there's at least a five, there's like a five there's at least five names you have to have in the top fifteen, and I feel like Scarface is one of them. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, man. I definitely agree. Um, so how did you feel 
how did you feel coming off Lackland putting uh, Kenyon out? Um, I felt great. Um, the plan was always to uh, just have a lot of content in a short amount of time. You know what I mean? But the content that we provide, not having it be 15, 16, 17, 18 records. You know what I mean? Because I understand the game that we in and I understand the climate. Um, the attention span of the average person is very, very short. You know what I mean? So when people don't know you, I'm not really interested in hearing an 18-song project from somebody I'm not familiar with. So, And I understand that. Um, so I wanted to keep it very, very short. Um, but I wanted to come frequently as far as the content. So we put out Eleanor in October of 2018. And then we came back with, like, singles in, like, February. Um, two singles in February. And I think we ended up dropping Lackland in March uh of this year and um it worked at the plan worked good because people were still listening to eleanor but they was just like they was just like whoa okay we got another project um now we can combine the two because i didn't give them a lot of songs you know what i mean i kept it at six songs so my plan was to come back every four months you know what i mean every four months every quarter with a new ep and uh, I was a little late on this one because uh, I was trying to wrap it up and get everything, you know, down packed. Um, and then we, we you know, we, we, we had shot like a documentary when I was out there, which drops tomorrow, actually, uh, a little mini documentary when I was in Beijing. And it kind of just, you know, just speaks about the process of creating and the culture out there and how it was. But just a lot of content in a short amount of time were uh, more frequent, you know what I mean? So coming off of Lackland, we did real, real good. We had a visual for Hear Me. Um, I mean, I think even how I ran across you was you saw the you saw the um, mall posted from Joe Budden podcast. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we had that happen. You know, it was a lot of good things that was happening. So I knew I had to follow it up. You know, in a timely fashion, and we, you know, we came right back with Kenyon. So I'm mad he still hasn't played you as a sleeper yet. Nah, man. <laughs> I know I'm mad, gotta, bro. I gotta, I, I got you. Gotta, I gotta work my way up to that point. You know what I mean? I worked my way up to a tweet, a retweet. So now you know we got to put in a little more work too. We can get to that platform, but that's a that's a big platform. Yeah, no, I feel you, bro. No, I feel it. I feel it. Um, now that we're talking about Maul and everything, real quick, because I didn't even mean to segue <laughs> into this, but um, I know you listened to the uh, the Joe Button podcast a little bit, and they was talking about tricking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was, they was. So on, um, give you that. I don't know where this is going Nah you do (laughs) Come on bro I'm on you wrote the song (laughs) Okay So they had the whole big thing about uh, Joe's a trick Maul's not a trick He don't want to pay for nothing But you out out here just like I'll give you that Don't worry Nah that's not what I mean (laughs) Listen, that's listen, I take I was, the firm stance that, that tricking is fine. I take I take the firm stance that tricking is fine. You you wanna pay a lady for some companionship, you know, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know? So I think right, people who right. take such a strong offense to it, it's like, man, you just don't have enough money to do it. Yeah, that's I mean that, yeah. that's true. It can be looked at it like that as well. Um it's a you know, it's a it 
to each his own type thing. You know what I mean? I understand. I understand both sides. But we give you that. I'm not going to let you paint that narrative. That's not what I was, <laughs> not what I was doing. Like, I tried. That's not what I was talking about. <laughs> I am correcting the story. Now, he really, he really, from the South, he took that T-Pain line to heart. It ain't tricking if you got it. What you asking? Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm just I, saying, bro. I don't, I don't really, I don't really subscribe to that. I don't. Oh, you ain't out here paying for nails and wigs, bro? Nah, fam. Nah, not <laughs> me, brother. I'm a, I'm a married man. I don't, uh-uh. Oh, shit. Oh. Okay, I didn't know that. Oh, so, so, yeah, so yeah. you got a lady you're definitely paying so, for, so that, I feel that. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you can say it like that. I am. I'm a trick. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't consider not, that tricking, bro. No, no, no. Exactly. right, That's right, not right. What I'm saying it's the point of you. You don't need to try to do all that and pay for companionship. You already got a lovely woman to lay exactly. down to all, every exactly. night. That's why he didn't want exactly. that narrative painted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He afraid yeah, this episode was gonna here. take off Come and on, she was gonna man. hear it. <laughs> got here. Trying to uh, get me in trouble. Nah, bro, I ain't gonna do that to you. Um, <laughs> so what, what, what's what's in the near future, bro? Man, bro. Um. Man, I was uh I was talking to my homie earlier that you know after the after we doing after doing a hundred thousand I was like that was my one of my big goals for this year and um going into next year one of my goals is to just do a lot of performing and uh, to sell out shows you know what I mean I feel like I can do it in certain markets we looking at like the analytics for the numbers that's coming back and you know my base is kind of spread out but of course it's in Texas so um you know if I can go home and you know sell out a venue that hold maybe two to 300, maybe, you know what I mean? And, um, and just see that for the first time ever, cause I've never really done that. So, um, that's, that's a big goal, man, just to keep pushing Kenyon, get these visuals out. I'm trying to get a visual together for, for a record on there. And, um, man, just, just keep pushing forward, man. Just keep elevating. Got the merchandise out right now for Kenyon. We got the mini doc dropping tomorrow. Uh man, everything is on on my website, thedeputy.com. And uh man, bro, just trying to really just keep elevating and take it to the next level. For sure, bro. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to see you sell out a show because it could happen. With, man. with this with this EP, bro, it could happen. I hope so, man. I'm hoping so. We're speaking it into existence. And before we get out here, I just want to sure. double check and let everyone know, you know, we always have all of the ats and links down below. But you are mm -hmm. at the deputy on every platform, correct? Yes, ma'am. All right, so yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, SoundCloud, hit his line. He is everywhere, you know what I mean? Da Deputy, that is D-A, do not get it mixed up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> not not the, you know what I mean? You got to look at it like like the baby, you know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure, bro, before we get out of here, go ahead and plug Kenyon in real quick. All right, cool, yeah, my name is The Deputy, Fort Worth, Texas, 817, all that. I got a new EP out right now called Kenyon. My journey when I was out in Beijing, China. It's a six-song EP with two skits, so it's like a little under 18 minutes or whatever. But, I mean, super fire on all streaming sites, all platforms, whatever it is that you got or whatever you listen to music on, you'll find the, the EP, Kenyon, and my name is The Deputy. Yeah. For sure, bro. All right, G, we're going to go ahead and let you go. I know, you, I know it's pretty late out there. But, you know, thank you so yeah, much again. Late. Oh, for sure, for sure. I definitely want to come out there and do this face-to-face uh, -face and have, you know, a deep dive into, uh, you know, into this interview. So we definitely got to make that happen. Yeah, for sure, bro. Just let me know. We'll be out there. I got you, bro. You got my number now. So, yeah, man, just hit me. All right, for sure, bro. I'll text you. I'll let you know when it's dropping and everything. But appreciate you for coming right, by, bro. It's a pleasure. Man, thank you. One. One.
That was dope. That was great. He's so nice. You were right. You know, yeah. he's super down to earth, and that's really, that's really refreshing. Like I know I say that it's refreshing quite a bit in regards to how people speak to us, but you know there is just a lot of misconceptions as to how people are going to act and be just total assholes to you. And it does happen every once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got the just like you said, you got those people you hit up <laughs> and those podcasts and shit that just blow you off. But it's like every once in a while you have someone that's super genuine and who just wants to interact with you and just you know what I mean is like, hey, I appreciate my fans. I appreciate anyone who streams and listens and who just interacts. And it's like, damn, that is so fucking cool yeah nah bro is he's fucking intelligent like just talking to him for that little bit yeah. bro he's smart as fuck it's really it's really really cool seeing things in practice because i talk occasionally on here about being a student and i don't talk like too much about it but i'm a double major in business and sociology and something that we regularly don't say it okay. don't say it who's <laughs> gonna call me a nerd something that Oh, I'm consistently going over within my economics and business courses is analytics and statistics and just the ideas of following up. And, you know, with <clears throat> we constantly talk about like fast consumption and people wanting instant gratification and just seeing like all of the concepts that I'm constantly studying and putting into effort and into research papers and shit and hearing him be like, yeah, I put this into practice in my work. It's just sort of wild. You know what I mean? To see conceptual ideas come to life in that they sort of blossom manner. yeah and and like i said like i was telling the kind of mouthing to you like he's incredibly smart like just listening to how he regards you know his analytics and how he chooses to section his eps and how often he chooses to drop and whatnot and like following certain um not quarterly but he follows it by thirds by doing it every four months and it's just yeah. it's i'm just listening to it it's like damn if if y'all are hearing that he just dropped a bunch of gems right there for real take some fucking knowledge out of that shit any new up-and-coming artists new any content creators anything bro y'all need yeah they need to hear that yeah because that was that was something i don't think you just gonna get from anybody i think you got an og behind him that's maybe been through it or maybe fill filled the game out as things have went on in this new era i mean you look at (laughs) you look at his overview and I mean, I don't know how long he's really, like, been about it, practicing it, but he's been making shit for a decade now. For real? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, because I was looking into it, and I was like, you know, he's got a lot of shit. And you mentioned two EPs this year, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, and he just dropped Eleanor right before the end of last year. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a lot of music. But in this fast consumption, like he was saying, that's what's got to happen right now. Yep. You also made the smart point about making the shorter songs because you're going to play them more often. That's more streams for him as well. Yeah, I'm still mad about the five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's smart. It's smart, though. Yeah, no, great for him, man. Great for him. Um, since you talked about nasty-ass podcasts, I'm, a, I'm just going to say, bro, for all y'all looking out there to uh, do anything with anybody, man, please don't don't be too discouraged when somebody doesn't want to do something with you. Look at their look at their stats. Look at everything that's going on because you can see somebody that's got fifty thousand followers, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, and they only getting like ten likes. They paid for those followers. Let me tell you that for one, that's paid for. Those people ain't really following them. They ain't really checking up on them. There's a difference between having followers and actual listeners, and that's yep. my that's the biggest thing that I've had to come to terms with. Like I can have all the followers I want, but if nobody's listening and engaging, all I got is followers. Yep. And it's just really frustrating, too, because analytically speaking, it's so common now that there are just sites that you can just run it through and it just pulls it up and it's just boop, 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 boop. They have 
20,000 fake followers. It's a 7% fucking positive. Like, yeah. and, and it's like you can check that shit and look at their analytics and it's like, that shit's just disgusting. It's you. You don't care about the content and product that you're putting out, and it's like, bro, I would no. rather you pay to put a promoted tweet on my timeline than do that fake ass shit. Like, yeah, for real. It's just it's really frustrating because it is so common, and we just sort of see it all the time now. And I find that it's people who don't want to interact with others as well. And it's like, how do you expect to ever build any connection? Yeah. How do you, expect, you know what I mean? You're ignoring people you don't want to interact with. And that goes for artists who are stingy as fuck and rude as fuck, too. You know what I mean? Who aren't interested in, like, helping put other people on the map or who don't want to do collabs or don't want to work with other And it's like, how the fuck do you expect to do anything in life? Like, how do you expect to make any connections or grow at all? Because, like, bro, it's about human connection. And it's like, you're you're just completely avoiding that. Yeah, it's, it's something that's hard for me because I've been trying to get over that shit and talk to other people and try to put myself out there with content that you're creating because I feel like you're so, like, doing this, it makes me feel at the same time like I'm so, how do I explain it? How do I say it? It's like I harbor it because I'm, not that I'm afraid, but I'm like, damn, nobody's going to like this shit. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like as a creator, that's my biggest fear is just nobody fucking liking it regardless of what I do. Like, I can say the dopest shit. I can put out the, the newest everything. I can talk about the newest thing, know everything, and you're still going to hate it. Yep. But I've been trying to break out of that shell and Because you have to. It's people. like you have to recognize that fear and do it anyways. Yeah. And that's exactly what it's about. It's about looking at that fear and saying, all right, I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah, for And sure. I take that approach to a lot of things in life, like... A lot of things are fucking terrifying in life. A lot of things are just shit that you don't want to do. Leaving your job to pursue your fucking dream. Going back to school. Leaving school. Fucking moving across the country. Going to another so one I to go travel. Like there's... <laughs> going to another one to go travel. Sometimes just leaving the house is scary. But it's like there's so many things that you just kind of have to look at it and go, all right, that is scary. I'm doing it anyways. Yeah, for sure. So that interview <clears throat> wasn't supposed to be that long, but it was a dope interview. So um, I don't know how much you guys actually want to hit today because. Um, since he specifically even said, duh, deputy, like, duh, baby, we have to give duh, baby his oh, flowers. Oh, Bro. Duh, baby. For causing all that baby on baby violence. Duh, baby, you are our short king. <laughs> No, okay, I need you. Okay, I need the men to not speak right now. DaBaby, this is me to you. You are our short king for the revolution. I don't know what that means. He's just. He's a king. So handsome and wonderful, and his personality is great. And like, it's one of those things where girls have always been obsessed with like tall men. It's like a running joke amongst the Twitter community. Yeah. And the new running joke is that DaBaby has come to be the short king revolution. Like, I feel it. Because okay. it's like, he's. He's wonderful. He could get any girl he wants. Like, yeah, literally, probably. Literally. Um, <clears throat> good for you, the baby man. He got the number one album, and I thought that was fucking amazing. And I saw an interview with him that that made it for me. It made it. It made me feel like I connected with the baby a little bit even more here after hearing that interview because he said in the interview, as his career was going, as his career was going going to the best place he was having the worst place in his he was at the worst place in his life after hearing his father passed and he was just getting his album up into the uh up into the billboard so i thought that was really 
it was really like a I don't want to say magical because that just seems so corny. But it was something for him to be like, it was an amazing time, I feel like, right now for him to have the number one album just coming off such a hard time. I think it must be incredibly cathartic. What does that mean? An extreme, like, release of emotions, like, really positively. Like, I think it just must feel like such a release just to, like, get this recognition and to be where he's at now and to just sort of sit there and just sort of... Yeah, that was such an awful time and it was so fucking terrible. But it's like he even talks about everything he would do for his family in that song. You feel me? And like every single little thing. He talks about how he would give his brother every single dollar until he had nothing like just to make him happy sort of shit. And so I think he just really speaks to like how much closer they essentially got and whatnot after and even before you know what I mean it just seems that he is the type of person that close family is everything that matters and a point of success like this it doesn't it's not necessarily a beacon of happiness this isn't going to like make or break his life because you know he seems to be a really strong family man with morals that really aren't related to materials and money but it's like to have this and to have this support and to have so many people backing you and to have so many fans and to have the money to be able to turn around and then support your family because he talks about how much money he dropped on his dad's funeral you feel me and it's like because yeah that's just not cheap and not when you're really trying to lay someone to rest in that true honor type of fashion and so it's like i think this yeah it just must be cathartic for him it just must be such a beautiful release to finally see it come to a pinnacle point of all of this work that he put in and he is now here he got that number one and i would be fucking gobsmacked if he doesn't get awards this upcoming year next year Mm -hmm. okay i hope yeah, because the BET hip bro, BET hip hop awards we're gonna tonight. We're on. not even yeah. gonna worry about it. it. No, it already happened, didn't it? I just mm-hmm. saw Megan her red dress. No, I, that was like that was Sunday. That was like it, it's isn't it? But isn't it just being released tonight, like on TV or something like that? I don't know. I was just seeing people posting about it like today. Yeah, so we'll look that up real quick. But I wanted to go ahead and since you were talking about the song, I wanted to go ahead and play intro real quick. I want to play a little little snippet. Snippet. <laughs> the whole song goes crazy the whole shit is just fucking non-stop flow Daddy the rest, but I ain't brag. Got some questions. I'ma die about respect if I don't get asked. My mama stood up in the chest, took it like a G when she had cancer. My brother be thinking that we don't love him and let him struggle like we ain't fan. Like I won't give up all I got to see you happy, nigga. We shot the world, everybody know what's happening, nigga. I'm still a John John. My song it just went platinum, nigga. We on our own time. Let's go move out to Cali, nigga. I don't want to stop it, but I also don't want to be sued. Let's raise our kids right. Let's watch the shit we teach them, nigga. Bro, I feel that. <laughs> I feel like stopping it right now, I would be fucking rude. Before 
before I get a cease and desist. I need to stop that. <laughs> right, I gotta turn that off. Sorry, yeah, everybody. Right. baby. we just love you. Please realize that is us plugging you. That's not trying to us be offensive or yeah, nothing. Man, We're I, sorry. Yeah, man. That was a, it's a fucking, bro, as soon as one second, bam. Bam. There he is. Yeah. Someone on Twitter even said that baby pays for a beat and uses every fucking second of it. And it's like any song you listen to by him, it's fucking true. Oh, my God. Did you see the the did you see the video for that song going baby? No, I didn't see that. What's that? Oh, my God. Okay, so it's a music video of him on a private jet flying like to a show or something. And I'm pretty sure he's flying for the video shoot for that. I don't know because he's wearing the same turtleneck in the in the chains. <laughs> turtleneck. <laughs> the black cashmere. You feel me? Um, in the intro, the like first minute is the the dude filming it like on a hand camera or a phone, being like, "So, why are you flying private?" And he explains that they fucking there were like no tickets for first class or something on this fucking plane, and they're flying, and so they're in like business or economy or some shit. And he got some lady with a fucking dog sat next to him, and the dog is fucking <laughs> ugly and annoying. And he has his fucking expensive ass designer bags. I think he said Gucci. And they tried to tell him to put his bags on the floor, and he's like, "How about you put that dog on the floor?" And he's like, "My bags are twenty five hundred dollars." And they turned around to him, and they were like, "Well, if you felt that." way and wanted more space why didn't you fly first class and he pretty much turned around and he literally said in the video and he's also i turned to those people and said stop in the next city i'm flying private oh shit for real <laughs> yeah like and had them drop down and then he just got on a different and then the rest of the video is him rapping in the private jet <laughs> <laughs> that's living your best life literally. that is living your best and the life. song is called going baby like it's off kirk no I think so, yeah. Okay, I have to look into that one. I haven't got the whole. I haven't got to listen to the whole album because I've been. I, honestly, I I went I back and listened to Little Brother. I remember when the video dropped. I think it might have dropped like a couple months ago, but I just hadn't really paid attention. But either way, I've just been on a baby kick, and I've really been enjoying it. His music has been super dope, and so. Sorry. Oh. The BET Awards that were hosted by Regina Hall this year had aired June 23rd. Yes. What? The so BET Hip Hop Awards? What? No, just the no, BET no, Awards. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, no. I'm talking about the Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, oh. we're talking about... No, yeah, you didn't say that And then just two hours... Oh. Two hours ago, Complex posted the article, here are the 2019 BET Hip Hop Award winners. Yeah, but they only have certain ones out because they said they're updating them as they're announcing winners. So it's going on right now. Yeah. Dude, yeah, like I'm Megan telling you, I think it's like a multiple something. day sort of thing. I think they're dragging it out for this yeah. one. Why? They didn't even do a fucking cypher this year. Dude, I don't fucking know. How are you going to have the hip-hop awards and you're known for your ciphers, but you're not going to do a cipher? It looks like they are naming all the winners already. Oh, the baby won for best new hip-hop artist. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's what's up. Right? Megan Thee Stallion already won a couple, and so did J. Cole. Oh, what J. Cole win? He won for Impact Track. He won for... Uh, little Nas won a bunch too. Where else is? I saw that coming. Uh, lyricist of the year, J Cole won for. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm seeing so far. Oh yeah. There was your live update of the BET Hip Hop Awards from Jesse. Yeah. That are gonna come out yeah, two you days later. That you could have just looked up yourself. 
faster. Oh, yeah, because we don't put this out fast. <laughs> this is going to be like on Thursday. Yeah. Whatever. Happy Thursday, everybody. You just got your rundown on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um. So besides that, besides that, man, uh, Cassidy versus Ar- Arsenal. I know you guys aren't the biggest battle rap fans. Um, Goods demolished him. That was his first battle back in the URL stage. Um, and what I was telling y'all earlier was I don't think it was a smart idea because Cassidy comes from the battle rap era of you can write a you can write a battle set and you can use that for the next four people you battle. Right. That's the time area he's from. Nowadays, with how big it is, it's more personal. Like you write that battle because it's it very has to personal. be individualized. Yeah, and he and he wasn't. I don't think he was ready for that. So I was hoping to see him do like smaller battle rappers first. And he just jumped in. I'm assuming he got the bag. Okay, so I'm I'm tripping out a little bit because you're saying Cassidy versus Arsenal, and I could have swore that like months ago on one of the first couple episodes, or even before we started the podcast, I remember you telling me about those two different battle rappers and about the fact that like you would have that you would like to see them battle but you didn't think it would fucking like I just remember forever ago that yeah, I think that was like episode two or three we did yeah literally forever ago us talking about battle rappers and you talking about like oh yeah Cassidy and you talked about both Cassidy and Arsenal Arsenal's a fucking beast yeah and you specifically I mean you super rep for Arsenal obviously but it's just crazy to me that it really came into fruition now and it's like you I don't you called it, maybe not on mic back then, but that was Should something have. you called fucking forever ago is you were even like, yeah, I know fucking yeah, my Cass- words. Cassidy is just jumping back in. I know he's going to want to fucking battle Arsenal. I just know that shit. Oh, like, and I remember you saying that Arsenal was going to yeah. fucking. He's going to tear him apart. He's too fucking disrespectful. It's if it didn't end in a fight because it already happened. And I think the video clip would have been put out. So it didn't end in a fight. That was my first thought. Is Cassie was gonna take it too personal because he is because Arsenal is fucking disrespectful. So it didn't end in the fight, but I wanna see how he kept his composure. I wanna see how mad Cassidy got. I wanna hear the bars for two to see what he had to say because there's a lot that Arsenal has on him. Cause they're both from Philly. So they're both so I feel like Arsenal could have figured out a lot being in the circles that he's in now in the circles that Cassidy has been in. So I really, I really want to see it. I'm very scared that Cassidy got tore the fuck up and he didn't even win around. That's what my biggest fear is. But like I said, I wanted to see Cassidy get his feet wet more in this new era of battle rapping before he just tried to jump at Legends, because I feel like he's gonna want to go at Loaded Lux next. I'm saying this one on saying this one on mic, so we got it recorded now. Remember my words. <laughs> I feel like he's wanna go. He's gonna want to go for Loaded Lux. I feel like he's gonna want to go for Charlie Clips. I feel like he's gonna want to go for uh. John John the Don, and I feel like he's want to go for Hollow. Those are all bad ideas, especially coming off the Arsenal thing. The only reason I think he did the Arsenal one is because he got the bag for it. And, and I, I mean, people are going to chase the bag. Yeah, yeah you're going to chase the bag, but it's not good for your reputation. Yeah, yeah and it's like, just not good in your overall rundown. Like, no, because I have to bring up now. Yeah, bro, your line five thousand and one to zero is about to be five thousand and one to one. Yeah, Arsenal's gonna tear him apart. Like, yeah, like, I don't. I don't really need to see it to know Arsenal won, but I still want to see it. I still want to see how bad it was for his reputation, 
and how he's going to come back with it for whoever's managing him. Whoever's managing him should told him not to do it, for one. I'm just going to say that. I'm not dis- I'm not discrediting Cassidy and his bars, but in this new era of battle rap, I don't think he was ready for it. He wasn't ready to jump in an arsenal. And I've seen plenty of people try to take Arsenal down, and it just it doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. It's happened a few times, but it doesn't happen. <coughs> Besides that, I know y'all, went, y'all didn't want to talk about Kylie Jenner. I feel like we've already been recording for too long to get into the whole Yeah, I mean, I want to get into that later, maybe on the next episode, but... <sighs> oh, since we're talking about Battle Rapper, I'm, I'm really upset the biggest... Mm-hmm. Rap beef right now is between Dame Dame Lillard and fucking Shaquille O'Neal. I'm very upset about that. I'm it doesn't very, even feel real. I'm very upset for the fact that uh, Dame Lillard went on the Joe Budden podcast. This is how it all started. So he went on the uh, Joe Budden podcast and somebody asked him, do you feel like you're better than Shaq? And he was like, oh, I can rap better than Shaq. Shaq's rich ass took the time out of his day to go record a whole diss track. <laughs> And I should have had him queued up to play it so you guys could at least hear a little bit of it, but I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, he took the time out of his fucking day to go make a diss track because he said that. And then, of course, Dame Lillard being the actual rapper he is, because he's a rapper and basketball player, he took the time out to do another one and then tried to Drake him and do a back-to-back. Oh, my God. And then Shaquille put out his his next one, and I haven't got to hear Shaq's next one. But it's just very irritating that the biggest rap beef of 2019 is between two basketball players who don't really rap. <laughs> like it's, Bro, It feels <laughs> like I'm in a fucking fever dream right now. Like, Shazam. What, like, what's going on? This is bad as when someone looked at no. me and said that a fucking Shazam. reality TV star was running for president. Like, bro, I'm not into this shit. Like, I just don't know what's going on this year. Like, everybody said 2016 was the weirdest year. This has to be the weirdest year. I just don't fucking get it. Like... Like I, ah, oh my God, I don't know. I want there to take it as a joke in the streets with. Oh no, they're still here. They're just in regular clothes. <laughs> no, they they still fucking clowns out there. They're just not wearing the whole get up anymore. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. <laughs> yeah, I just good. it doesn't even feel real. Like if if you would have told me that, if you would have just looked at me and said that that's what happened, and I like hadn't already seen it in like the Twitter news fucking section, I would literally be like, "You're shitting me. You're fucking <laughs> no, lying." And it's like, but it's not a lie. It's not a lie. Kazam got off his, got out of the lamp, and rapped. Fucking <laughs> There's no room full of candy here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I fucking love that movie. Y'all never seen the movie? What? Kazam? With Shaq? He was a genie? <coughs> Literally, the kid's first wish was like to have a room full of candy, and Shaq made it rain candy. There were like mountains of Dude, chocolate Dude, I probably bars. saw it when I was like little as fuck and thought it was a fever dream. And just What does fever dream mean? No, Most you were too cool in Europe. When you're really, really sick, you, you'll you tend to have like super fucked up dreams. Like almost never had that before. Or like yeah. when you oh, wake up. I always up had a dream that like, I got hit by a boulder. No, no, no. Or when you wake up in the middle of the night being really sick and George Lopez is on the screen and it's like all fucking distorted <laughs> and shit. That's a fever dream, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when shit's just so high and you're like almost hearing voices. Yeah. Yeah, the idea of a fever dream is just like a hallucinatory dream of some sort. It usually occurs like when you're sick or you're really fucked up on drugs or like. But like you could describe like, for instance, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, like that movie, you know, when they're on the drugs, like that's like a, that's most of that's like a fever dream. 
it's all okay so up. i had one of those when i was on pills a couple years ago well more than a couple years ago five years ago i forget what i was having a dream of i was eating something bro and i woke up with my fucking blanket in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> and i was like bro this is just drying my mouth and it, in, in my dream it wasn't supposed to i forget what it was now but i was just like <laughs> <laughs> Woke up like needed <laughs> ten bottles of water. <laughs> I don't know how long I've been chewing on like the blanket. Fuck yeah, a blunt, just eat a blanket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like fuck? tasting like I ate the blunt. Right. <laughs> I was like, God damn, <laughs> lips stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Trying to take us to the next level, guys. Just trying to divulge. She's opening up a little bit. Vulnerability. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tried to eat like ten crackers at one time? I mean, what? Like, oh not on felt? purpose. Not like as fast no, as I, just, I can. I just mean like you real high and you eat the one cracker and you think you just have one and you just got to eat another. Like you never done that before. You never been that high. Neither. <laughs> I, I had a friend who was so high he ate an edible cookie. Got really, really hungry. Wasn't really anything to eat, <laughs> but more edible cookies. Yeah, so he just went to town. Apparently, bro. I remember for my bo- my friend Nick's birthday, bro. Me and him got so drunk and so high at the same time. He had a fucking edible cake out, oh. and instead of cutting a piece, we were just so drunk Grab and it. so destructive that we just grabbed inside yeah. the cake. <laughs> eating. Just grab that bitch. Yeah, I was a destructive drunk when I was younger. I wasn't really confrontational. I was going to make a joke, but it would be at your expense. I mean, you called me ugly in like the first 10 <laughs> seconds of an episode. I was going to say that you... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. You're that kind of drunk now. Am I still destructive? Yep, a bit. Not like super destructive, but like... Didn't you try to cuddle with Dustin in bed and then threw up in my backyard? That's no. That's not destructive. I fell asleep on his bed. Without him in the, why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep in his bed and then puked outside. No, when I mean destructive, I mean like me and Nick would find those really nice potted like potters for plants and we would couldn't steal them. So instead of stealing them, we would break them in the middle of the street. Why couldn't you steal them? They were heavy. But you got it to the middle of the street. It sounds like you just didn't put enough effort, my guy. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> it just sounds like you didn't put enough effort. Whatever. It sounds like you could have stolen it. It doesn't lot matter. Of it. it doesn't matter. The one night many years ago, you showed up at my house drunk as shit, already drinking beer. Weren't you breaking beer bottles in the street? And that's the thing. You politely asked me, too, can I break these in the street? (laughs) Not not in front of my house. You can do it up the road, though. (laughs) All right. Cool. Cool. And you just. All right, man. That works. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot, bro. I passed. You know what's funny about that is right before I got to your house that night, I passed out in the middle of the street. I was really drunk. I was really drunk. Whatever, whatever. We're not gonna get yeah. into this. Whatever. We're gonna end Sounds the like you already are, but we're gonna end the episode right there. You got an outro song? Yeah. Hold on. Either way, thanks everyone yeah. for tuning in. As always, it was really fucking dope to get to talk to the de- to deputy today. 
And if you haven't stuck around long enough to hear this part, you're a fucking loser. But if you have, yeah. super cool. Like, I, I mean, it's so cool to have listeners. So cool to know that what we're saying is being heard. As always, we thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in, hanging out with us. Yeah, man, I appreciate everybody out there. And if you didn't hear it here, it didn't happen or it wasn't worth talking about. Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> Fuck you, Post Malone. Or we'll get to it next week. Fuck yeah, you, there's Miley a few Cyrus. Things yeah, Miley Cyrus. Anyway, man, the song we're going to be ending on is called uh, Rooftop, and it's off the Deputy's new EP, Kenyon. Everybody go stream that. It's on Spotify. It's fucking everywhere. Go get it. Go buy it. I bought it because that's how I do things. Um, but this is Rooftop by the Deputy. See me in a different light. I love a now flight through the night. Overseas demographic look alright. A tour is what I see in sight. Hey, BTD a tie until I expire. Trying to be the one the kids gonna admire. Emerged as a myth from the underground. Off the top, hey, these really fire. People will hire. Try to judge you for your priors. When you and I seeing like a choir. Struggle made me level up. I'm fine with it. Always had to give my happy grind with it. Wish they would've told me about saving. Drink in my hand, I feel amazing. Twelve stories of them kinda faded. Looking at the city lights, feeling like I made it. Motivating free, I always say you could. The world way bigger than your neighborhood. Tip a little extra if you wait a good. They gon' count you out like a hater should. Come on. What it mean anyway? Could get the call home any day. Live it up and stand on the gold, came straight from below. Yeah. Now I just seen a lot. Trying to put on for the state, y'all. And I really stood on the great wall. Monumental moment on the monument. Still in disbelief by the thought of it. Never walked the stage, couldn't fix the grades. Wouldn't got experience or scholarship. Learning from mistakes was the best teacher. It'll work out, never let the stress reach ya. Say, ain't nobody do it for him. Trill talk, just to sum it all up like a guest speaker. Had to get it on my lonely, that struggle moved me. Then that same mold turned to a gold trophy. Really be the best me, yeah, the one and only. Buy positive to anyone who ever wrote me. Motivating free, I always say you could. The world way bigger than your neighborhood. Tip a little extra if you wait a good. They gon' count you out like a hater should. Come on. What it mean anyway? Could get the call home any day. Live it up and stand on the gold, came straight from below. Yeah. Now I just seen a lot.
We got a freshly wrapped rap for you guys. Take a hit of this. <laughs> 